42 and K Fire Guns and the 701 celebrating the Second Amendment. Does it apply to cannons, though? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love this story. It's fantastic. Little neighbor dispute, Civil War cannon. Hey, uh, come on now. I'm protected. Well, how big can a gun be before it's no longer a gun? I guess is the question. <laughs> I don't. They're all guns to me, Todd. As long as you can afford it and got a place to, to store it, I guess. Well, but, uh, yeah. What are you? I, are you I putting gotta, nuclear arms in this <laughs> argument, or? Well, I guess can you shoot yeah. those out of a gun. Well, I mean, again, what constitutes a gun? Well, I kind of look at it. With one, but I kind of look at it. The Second Amendment said bearing arms, and it was actually meant for our own protection from tyrants and government. So, you know what? Maybe we should have the things that they had in the military then, just as we do now. Okay, it's bearing arms, right? Our forefathers did not put nuclear in there, so they didn't exclude nuclear. Exactly. They didn't put, uh, you know, semi-autos either, but we protect those. I'm just thinking yeah. sooner or later somebody's going to want to point a nuclear weapon at a neighbor. <laughs> I hope not, but you never know. <laughs> I mean, this this might end ended up like that, right? Uh, I, I got to admit, Todd, this is an older story, but it came up on a lot of stuff that I look up. It's uh, so fun, though. I mean, you, you got to do it. Yeah. It's just so fun. Man exactly. arrested for using a Civil War cannon. <laughs> In a neighbor dispute, I could just see where they go yeah. back and forth. Where one's, you know, one's got a slingshot and one's got a BB gun, and we just keep stepping it up. And I, oh what's goodness. the next level after cannon? Good question. Obviously, obviously, you know, you can get an irritating neighbor, and you know, because if everybody got along, that that would be great. But that's just not the realities of the world, and. <laughs> You think maybe in the in a smaller town you you know it wouldn't be as bad, but but I guess it is. In in the small town of of Keyentone, New York, which is about sixty miles south of Buffalo and then close to the border of Pennsylvania, Mister Brian Malta was so outraged by the conduct of of one of his neighbors, he took out a Civil War replica cannon and he, and he fired it across his, his fence every day for eight days straight. And it was it was just loaded with powder and wadding, so it was just a big noisemaker. Obviously, you could hear this thing for miles, and if you're his neighbor, you know, it probably, you might have soiled your underwear a time or two and that thing went off. But, uh, <laughs> we, we had a neighbor. I knew that anyway. Out. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and uh, it's not illegal to own a cannon. Attention, President Biden. It is not illegal to own a cannon in New York State. Oh, you know, he's always out there saying you couldn't own a cannon back in the second. Yes, you can, and you still can own a cannon. So, and that's um, everywhere. The, the deputies eventually, the deputies eventually seized the cannon. Um, said it was being used maliciously. He was Mr. Malta was charged with harassment and and was allowed to send home after he posted a twenty five hundred dollar bail. And I couldn't find if he what he what he if he did actually get. You know, um, this is on his record, but he was charged with three counts of second degree menacing and three counts of, of second degree assault. So, and no details of dispute were, were released by the authorities, but whatever it was, it ticked the guy off enough to, to launch into a barrage with his cannon there for eight days, which well, I thought that was. Don't, don't, that was you, cool. you can have the cannon, but you can't conceal carries who do not put a tarp over it. <laughs> Just throw it behind your pickup. 
<laughs> we have to see it. Have your cannon out in the open. Good grief. 846 is guns in the 701 year on K-Fire. So uh, one more debate that they're not going to debate the Second Amendment, or one of them isn't going to do that anyway? What's going on there? Oh, yeah. David Hogwarts is at it again. You know, he was made famous because of the Parkland shootings. And uh, basically, Colin Knorr, and I love this guy, he started out with the NRA with a show on NRA television. And uh, he basically put out there a challenge to debate him on it. And the way I understand this, he accepted at first, and then, he, of course, backed out. And uh, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Pretty much. You know, and that guy came here, and he didn't come to Bismarck first. He went down to the reservation trying to gather support there instead. And then they went and did when we did that 2A day uh, and that rally at the Civic Center. So, but anyway, Colin Moore, and then he put out a video. He says, the problem with the gun debate in the country, and I like this one, there is no debate because the only people willing to debate is the pro-Second Amendment community. You know what? He's absolutely right. We're always out there, guys like me and Jamie and, well, you, we're on the radios, we're on TV, podcasts, we're out there giving information of facts, but these guys don't want to get together and, and actually have a debate with somebody that's armed with the facts. And uh, he, so he backed out of the de- debate. We're going to be put on by the Intercollegiate Studies Institute and in the Center for the Study of Liberal Democracy. Wow, there, there's a tiny <laughs> way to go there. Wow. <laughs> Talk about a predictable out, body of people, right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. that won't be slanted anyway, will it? No. Anyway, he, old Hogwash found out that his opponent was going to be Mr. Colin Noor, and then he said, you know what? I think I'll be out. Uh, the topic was going to be resolved. Get this. The topic of the debate resolved. The Second Amendment was a mistake. Wow. Even the even the title of the debate tells you where the narrative was going to go. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so anyway, you know, basically, you know, he when he had to get up there and actually defend his position that he's so passionate about, evidently this big bad Harvard Harvard man just couldn't do it. He uh, decided, nope, I'm backing out. I'm not going to get out there in front of Colin Noor, who's very versed in it, and completely backed out of it. And of course, it just shows that he's kind of the snowflake with uh, yeah. absolutely no courage. Or Pop goes the weasel. <laughs> well, and not only that, and then Noir went on and he urged his, his listeners and his supporters not to harass Hogwash uh, over his obvious lack of courage and convictions, but um, not to bully him. You know what, guys? I, I disagree. Um, if you're going to come out and, and belittle gun owners and, and lie to people and tell them the Second Amendment doesn't mean what it obviously means, I, I think you should get razzed about it because the only place... A uh, little hogwash will go, you know, like PMS, NBC, CNN, NPR, and other um, leftist sycophantic places like that that go along with his beliefs. He gets challenged, yep. and then he drops out. So I think he should get roused for it. He's called, man, he's throwing out vulgar uh, things about the NRA and its members and gunners. Todd, that, that would get me kicked off your show forever. And oh, yeah. he's not the first guy who backed out. He's not the first guy who backed out when they found out Mr. Noir was going to be their opponent. Uh, uh, he was going to be on with the Black Police Union League leader, and that guy backed out. I mean, right on the air, he flat out backed out when he found out Noir was there. And then actually, President Obama invited him to a like a like an online town hall deal. And when he and said, you know, when he found out Noir was going to have a Second Amendment related question, uh, he got an email saying, ah, "I guess we're going to go a different direction. You know, you're disinvited. We want a different question." But of course, when he watched it. 
uh, one of Obama's people, one of his one of his fans, gave him a softball question about about the. Uh, of course. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, when you talk about these debates, guys, there has been one that I can remember. It was several years back, and they, they called it the Great UN Gun Debate. I don't know if anyone remembers it. It was actually televised from London. <laughs> Rebecca Peters, who was with the International Action Network, I remember this, and Small Arms, you know, within the UN, and Wayne LaPierre. And Wayne LaPierre, actually, he didn't do it too bad on that, and that's probably the last time I saw any huge gun debate that had any kind of a, you know, a presence or any kind of a, a public audience, and no one else has really accepted the challenge since then, it seems like. That Rebecca Peters, was she that, like, uh, Australian or New Zealander player, yeah, if I remember right? She was from one of them socialist countries that didn't have any. Uh, <laughs> I remember. Um, I remember seeing a, a clip of her there, and she was talking about your gun rights, and you know, I know it's your hobby. Find another one. And she, yeah. you, you couldn't. You, she didn't want you having any kind of gun that could shoot over a hundred yards because that's a sniper rifle. And I mean, well, just pretty much anything any Democrat over here would agree with. She was pushing that narrative. And within that debate, you got to remember Australia had enacted their own stupid gun control by that point. You can remember the, the images of all them nice little lever-action Winchesters being destroyed. So, you know, Weapons of war. it was a great debate because uh, Wayne LaPierre could use that and say, well, wait a second, since you guys have done this, check out your stats. They went up in, in murders and violence. <laughs> so it did, she didn't like yep. that very much. Oops. Guns of the 701 here on K-Fire at 851. Uh, so you can have a cannon and fire it in self-defense in New York, but in San Francisco, even if you're a security guard, uh, you can't even you can't even uh, carry concealed as a security guard, which means, you know, dressed as a security guard, you kind of assume they're carrying some type of weapon of some sort, but not well, not in San Francisco, yeah. I guess, because go figure, right? Well, yeah. apparently Michael Anthony Todd was involved in a shooting while he was on duty. Like you said, he was wearing a sweatshirt, but it didn't have the Bureau of Security and Investigative Services approved patches on each shoulder that read private security and included the name of the company with uh, Mr. Anthony was employed by. Uh, he was. They also found he was carrying concealed without a permit to do so for Bureau of Security Investigative Services, right? But this, and he got in a, a fight with this shoplifter. Was fighting with him. He actually ended up shooting the guy himself. The, the person died. Banco Brown, I guess, was the person's name. Um, but the San Francisco District Attorney Brooke Jenkins refused to file any charges against the. the the guy thank god he used his gun in self-defense right yes thank god i yeah. didn't know there's that much common sense left in left in san francisco but <laughs> but of course that wasn't the end of it right clayton they couldn't let him get off by defending no. himself and his life with a gun so what'd they do to mr Anthony? well being the you know, couldn't get him with the law and the, and the da wouldn't prosecute so what do, what do democrats and liberals do they have their regulatory institutions go after you for violations of some obscure and ridiculous regulation they made without the people's consent. And that's what they did. They fined him basically $1,500. So it was 1000 bucks, I believe, if I remember right, for carrying the concealed gun without a permit, which is your constitutional right, so that shouldn't have existed. And then there were two more fines of $250 each for uniform violations. And as you say, stated, he didn't have an, a bureau-approved patch on each shoulder that read private security. <laughs> And included the name of the Grief. company in which Anthony was employed. So they basically, they, they had to just got to punish this guy. We can't have guys out there getting away with things that we said are 
know, you exactly. can't do it. We're the, we're the king, so no, nope, we're yeah. not going to allow that. And they went after the guy. And I want to also point out, the guy who was doing this crime, he was a, a mentally ill person that thought that he was a man, and so it was a she. And, again, here we go. We see people that are doing these things and doing wrong things. They, there's a mental issue in this country, and this is just another instance. I mean, how many times have we reported on that? So, yeah. Well, carefully, because oh, they'll use the mental the issue thing to take away the guy's cannon in New York. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Guns of the 701 Fridays here at Mitchell in the Morning on K-Fire. And where else? I heart radio. There you go. That's, That's the right answer. Oh, yeah, baby. That's and the right got, answer. We got, we, got our guarantees, guarantees. we got last week's or, or last Wednesday's episode. We did a special episode last night discussing crossbows in archery season with Mr. Ta, with uh, John Arman with Ultimate Outdoor Adventures Television. It was a great show. So we went almost two hours, and uh, we encourage you guys to go listen to that too. All right, Mondays on uh, KFYR Plus with KFYR TV's Jay Dillon. Yep. You bet. You can find that 11.30 a.m. Mountain, 12.30 p.m. Central. We're on there for about 30 minutes. KFIR Plus, like you said, Todd. And Wednesday night, if you're wondering what our topics were, Todd, we we got uh, gun control um, loudmouths coming out of Fargo. We hit on two of them. Uh, Rob Portley and and Joel, the Troll High Camp. We had a guest on there from the city (laughs) council. And, of course, we had our Second Amendment bullet points and Clay's Patriotic Companies and a few other good, uh, good Second Amendment topics. So check that out. You can get that. iHeart's where you want to go listen to that because they're the best. We appreciate you having us on here, Todd. Hey, always a pleasure, my friends. You take care of a great weekend. Happy, happy.